0: Hello, everyone. Welcome in to episode number 22 of the Building Up podcast. I am David. Thank you guys for being with us. I'm really excited as over the course of the next few weeks, Lord willing, we're going to walk through some uh, questions, some podcast topics that we've recently received from members of our family, faith family here at Agape and Pinson. And I encourage people to continue to send those in. I love that interaction. And this very podcast is going to be built on one of those questions. I received this one over social media earlier in the week. I think it's a very relevant topic for where we are today in the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic. I'm going to summarize the questions this way. Is it essential to gather in person in a church service? What is the role of live stream in the life of the church? And ultimately, how do I know in the midst of a pandemic, when it's okay to gather in person. Um, Am I commanded to go? Is it okay to just stay at home and and do church over a remote uh, connection? Uh, That's, I think, a question that many Christians are wrestling with today, and I I want us to take a stab at discussing it together. Uh, I've got two pages of notes, so this podcast may be a little bit longer than most of our episodes, but I'm hoping it will be worthwhile. Uh, We're not going to be able to get to a complete answer on all of these questions, but I am hopeful that we can get some general principles that we can then use for application. So let's just start here. Are church gatherings, church services, essential? Think about what we see in the Bible. When you're saved, when you're born again, the Bible shows that you are joined into a universal family, a body of believers, brothers and sisters, who are joined together by their faith in Jesus, the universal church. The New Testament shows that local, uh, excuse me, that believers should join themselves together in local expressions of that universal church. So local churches that should form in towns and cities and communities to live out scriptures and the Christian faith together pointing toward that universal church that will exist in some form together for all of eternity, a new heaven and a new earth. So those local churches, we're not told what the size of them should be. Honestly, in the New Testament, some were probably large, some were small. Um, But we are shown that those churches should meet together and live life in a form together through what in the Greek is called koinonia or partnership in life and ministry. So the local churches in the New Testament would meet. Where did they meet? Well, again, the Bible doesn't show us one particular location is the only right location. Honestly, the church in the New Testament probably met in homes, uh, probably met at the temple probably met in structures that were not people's homes, and probably met on hillsides and down by a lake. They would meet in a variety of place, places. The emphasis in the New Testament is not on a location. The emphasis is on the church being together and living out the Scriptures together. When the church met, they would meet primarily for the honoring and the worship of the Lord. And we see this throughout the Bible. The people of God coming together for the worship of God, to receive from Him and to give Him honor and praise. And so these local churches would meet to do that. Now, you and I as individual Christians, we live lives of worship. We worship by how we act and by what we do we worship through singing and prayers and study of the word but we are to come together with other christians and worship corporately the bible shows us that as a matter of fact there's certain forms of worship that you can only do when you are with other christians so these churches would meet they would sing in unison they would pray together. They would hear the word read publicly. They would talk about it. They would hear teaching. Um, They would exchange spiritual gifts. So what does that mean? Well, 1 Corinthians 12 shows us that every believer is given spiritual gifts for the good of the church. So you are granted spiritual gifts when you are saved. Um, You are to utilize and uh, use those gifts and service to a local church in order to build that church up and other members of that church are using their spiritual gifts to build you up uh, we also see the church coming together to spur one another on toward love and good works and to do ministry and mission together there is evangelism that would happen when the church would gather first corinthians 14. Church discipline, 1 Corinthians 5 talks about that. It's not a popular topic, but in the life of Christians, sometimes there is a necessity for discipline. Hebrews chapter 12 says that God disciplines us out of His love, and sometimes God chooses to use the local church as a means by which He does discipline to protect people from ongoing habitual sin. That is done together. We would also see the Lord's Supper done when these New Testament churches would gather. Um, they would gather for agape feast uh, uh, meals together, and then as part of those meals they would do the Lord's Supper. And we know that that wasn't just in homes because in 1 Corinthians 11, Paul talks about the coming together of the church outside of individual homes. So I'll wrap up that first question saying, yes, I believe that the gathering of the church is essential. We can debate church size or where churches should meet, but I believe the core is Old Testament and New Testament, the people of God coming together, that's essential. Being a member of a local church, yes, essential. You don't see an individualistic living of the Christian faith in the New Testament. It is a corporate life that happens. Your individual lives, yes, but it's happening within the context of a community. It's essential to be a part of a church and it's essential for that church to gather. All right, what about live stream then? Um, Is that an appropriate way for the church to gather? This question's been asked, by the way, even before we had internet. Uh, Back when the radio came around, uh, when you could broadcast over television, Christians were debating, should we use those mediums to broadcast church services? I think about what we see in the New Testament in the writing of letters. Uh, you would see Christian leaders, apostles, writing letters to churches that they had started or had been a part of or um, that they had heard of and they wanted to strengthen them, encourage them, exhort them, discipline them, and they would write letters. And that was the New Testament or first century way of remote connection, if you will. But in those letters, the apostles would often talk about how they longed to actually be with the church. Paul was known for this. Romans chapter 1, verse 11, he tells the church in Rome, I want to come and be with you and impart spiritual gifts to you that would strengthen you. So I think what you see is that the writing of the letters was good and necessary and led by the Spirit, but it wasn't as good as everyone being together in that church, the leaders and the members being Um, In the same place. So I'm going to apply that to a live stream. I think live stream is a gift. I think it's something the Lord has given us. I think it is a gracious, gracious thing to help us stay connected to that local church we're a part of, to remind us that we're not just individual Christians living isolated lives in the midst of a pandemic in our home, but we're part of a community of believers. We can still Uh, hear the same songs being sung. We can sing those together. Um, We can uh, pray the same prayers. We can hear the same word being taught, which I think is ultra, ultra important. And we can utilize live stream when we're traveling or when we're sick or when we're dispersed throughout our week. I think it's a gift and I think we should use it. But Christians, we should be cautioned it's not a substitute for in-person gathering. It's just not. There are certain things we just can't do when we're not together. So as, as much as it's a gift to be a part of a live stream, you can't hear the congregation singing songs of praise to God. You can't be prayed for um, with laying on of hands or, someone, um, or, or you praying for someone else. Um, you can't um, make those individual connections and build those relationships that are so important for the christian life um, you can't share spiritual gifts in the same manner now obviously on a live stream you have certain people who are using their spiritual gifts for the good of the church but it's very difficult just over live stream for you to invest your gifts in the church and all the people of the church invest their gifts in you so i think the local church is essential i think the meeting of the local church is essential I think livestream is a gift that should be used at times where you can't meet in person, but I don't think it's a substitute. You should always be aiming to want to be physically present in a gathering, small group, or large service with that local church that God has made you a part of. So that brings us to the last question okay well how do i know how do i know when it's time to go from live stream to an in-person gathering in the midst of a pandemic where there is some level of threat to my health um, if i am to join with larger groups and all of our society is wrestling with this right now in the covid 19 pandemic whether it's community activities concerts sports or church gatherings Now, in answering the question, I'm going to assume that the local officials in your area are allowing in-person gatherings. If they're not, then we need to talk about how the church should respond to that, and we can't do it on this episode. If you're interested in that, let me know, and we'll do a podcast topic on it. But assuming that you're allowed to gather, as we are right now uh, in central Alabama, How do you know when it's time to actually go do that? Especially if maybe you have an underlying health condition or if there's some circumstance that's really making you concerned. So let me give you a couple of rock solid principles that I I say rock solid because I think they're rock solid from scripture and we'll do our best to apply them. Number one, you must seek to participate in the life of your local church even if you can't go to an in-person gathering. Here's what I mean. Hebrews 3.13 says, Exhort one another every day as long as it's called today so that you are not deceived, um, hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. The enemy of your soul is not taking off for the pandemic. And so we have to be careful to not get isolated, even just watching a church service over a live stream, which is a good gift, as we just heard. But we've still got to be participating with other Christians. We need to exhort other Christians, and we need to let other Christians exhort us. We need to share our spiritual gifts, and we need to let them invest their spiritual gifts in us. So when you can't meet in person, you may have to really work at this. Um, It may take phone calls or FaceTime or going to someone's house and sitting in the front yard, distanced apart, wearing a mask, talking about Jesus together. But you need to look for ways to participate still serve, still live, still give, still be a part of that local church even when you can't come to an in-person gathering. The other principle directly answers the question of how do I know? And and this is my answer. Understanding I think some pastors have been a little bit too cavalier in telling their congregations come and join an in-person gathering. Even if their heart was right, I think the reality of the threat of uh, health issues, especially to those with underlying health conditions, need to be considered. At the same time, it's, it's, um, there's a potential to be too lenient as a pastor and just let live stream be it and never urge the church to come together. Um, some megachurches have canceled services for the rest of the year and just said it's not really essential to gather in a service. And as you've already heard, I, I would disagree with that. But here's my answer, Christian brother or sister who's really wrestling with, I want to go to an in-person gathering, but I don't know if I should. How do I know? Romans 8.14 is the verse that I want to encourage you with. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. A couple of things about this verse. Number one, one way that you know that you're a child of God is God is leading you by His Spirit. Number two... Um, you can trust that God is willing to lead His children by His Spirit. Now this may seem mystical in some ways because maybe in our natural flesh we want step one, step two, step three, step four conclusion. But this is a very real, very tangible thing for the life of the believer. The Spirit of God is in you and God will lead you by that Spirit that He has put in you. Will you submit the questions to Him. Will you ask Him, God, I know the church is essential and meeting together is essential and God, I want to participate in the life of the church but God, I'm worried in the midst of this pandemic because of this health condition or this circumstance, God, should I go? Lay that before the Lord and I believe that He will in the course of time give you an answer and you should follow that answer. Not... Um, what you read on social media, not uh, other people's voices. Now, yes, wise counsel, absolutely. The Bible points us to that. But, I I mean, don't be just driven by other people's opinions, especially those outside of the church. Um, Don't be led by fear. Don't be led by bravado. Be led by the Spirit of God. And be careful to not assume that Um, It's always godly to use common sense and run away from a threat. And be careful to not assume it's always godly to be bold and run straight into a threat. Actually, we see the people of God being led by His Spirit to do both of those things at different times. I'll point to the Apostle Paul. I've used this in a previous episode of this podcast. But Acts chapter 9, Paul faced threat. Um, of his life because of his turn to Christianity by people in Damascus. And Paul's response was to flee the threat and continue his ministry. And he did so with the help of some of his friends. In Acts chapter 21 though, Paul is faced with a threat if he goes to Jerusalem. He's told in a prophecy, you're gonna be bound and turned over to the Gentiles and those surrounding him wanted to help him flee the threat again. And in that case, Paul said, no, that's where I'm supposed to go and that's what I'm supposed to do. So sometimes God may indeed, in the midst of a threat, say, hold up, uh, be careful, stay where you are. Sometimes God may say, be bold, go, engage. And we have to be ready to know God is sovereign. He is in control. He is good. He is powerful and we can trust Him. So Christian brother or sister, it's a good thing to wrestle with whether or not you should gather in person. The church is essential. The gatherings are essential. Livestream is a gift, but we should long to be together in physical fashions in the church, small groups and large groups. Submit yourself to the Lord. Trust in, in, in the Spirit of God that He has put in you and God will lead you Um, And He will give you those answers over time. And when He gives you the answer, be bold, be brave to do what He's saying. Whether it's stay put or engage, you can trust what God is saying. So I hope this has been helpful. Uh, We've went over our our normal time limit, so thank you for sticking with us. If you have clarifying questions that you would like to ask, use the email address that you're going to hear in just a moment. Send those in, or if you have my personal contact info, reach out to me, and I would love to continue this conversation. But until the next episode of the Building Up Podcast, Church, let's keep relying on Jesus together. I love you all in Christ. Grace and peace to your family. Thank you for listening to the Building Up podcast. If you have a question about today's episode or if you would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us at buildingup at To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. Or you can watch the video format by visiting us online at agapepenson.com.